love me, yeah, they love me. First, love yourself. And God, we trust. Trust me, I don't trust myself. Your jewelry, I get it took. Welcome back to It Is What It Is. This episode is sponsored by Underdog Fantasy. The app is an easy way to make some cash just by making picks on your favorite players. Underdog is available in more than 30 states, including California, Florida, Texas, and New York, just to name a few. Make sure to support the show by hitting the link in the bio and downloading the Underdog Fantasy app. They will also match your first deposit up to $100 and you get a special pick when you sign up. I'm Treasure Wilson, a.k.a. Stat Baby, along with your host, Mace. Welcome. And Cam. I'm like, I'll just see. thought you was on your Bill Belichick. thought you came in like Bill Belichick, man. Man, this news and these notes had me a little feeling crazy today. Yeah, how you doing, man? Flustered. Better. <laughs> yeah, better now. A little flustered, man. Okay. Man, a lot going on. There is a lot going on, so let's start. Okay. Anthony Edwards offered a public apology after an OnlyFans model dropped text messages of him encouraging her to get an abortion after she found out she was pregnant. Anthony is already expecting a child with his current girlfriend. So first, thoughts on her releasing the messages. Hmm. Um, it's a couple things like so it depends on the context what happens is usually before a female releases text messages publicly um, they try to have a conversation and the conversation with the person that's their supposed to be baby father doesn't go right and it's usually a little bit of threats involved uh, if you don't do this or don't do that, we're going to do this. And, um, that's how, to me, that's how the text messages usually goes. It's, it's not, I wouldn't say threats. It's a negotiation. You know, I use, uh, and not to be so, uh, close to home or not, not close, pardon me. That's the wrong word to use. Not close to home, but not to be mentioning anybody's former employees up here or anything like that or, or, or partners, but, you know, with, with Puff and Cassie, to me, my, my point of view on that situation is that didn't get public until the negotiation behind closed doors didn't go right. And then it becomes, yeah, I want 30 million, or I want 10 million or whatever the number may be. I think these conversations going privately when the female doesn't get the weight what she wants or she feels she's being un- treated unfairly, then she's like, I'm going to take this public because you're not treating me fair. Looking at the text message here, um, I see it's a video. I'm just looking at the first f- few text messages. Um, it says, obviously, the female saying, obviously, you've been through this before, but just by your action. He said, I'll send you money. Anthony Edwards says, I'll send you money to help you out. She says, I didn't ask for it, but okay. And then he, you know, blah, blah, blah. He says, I don't want kids. Let's handle this like grownups. And I'm pretty sure it goes on and on and on. Um, hey, man, sounds like she tried to negotiate with you. She obviously wants your baby. Just signed $235 million. Uh, I hear it was 100000 in offer. That math to her probably ain't mathing. And now she puts your business out there. And that's just what, that's how it goes. What do you feel about it, Max? Um, it's a, it's a lot. This is probably, um, one of those situations that, 
that I want. I, you know, I'm normally comical, but I can't be comical on this one because when I think about it, if a young lady reach out to you and say that she has a baby and you 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 kind of know it's your baby, or let's say allegedly you know it's your baby, um, to say you do have the right to say that you don't want kids, but it's it's so many things that's layered in this conversation. I don't know if we even have time to deal with it all. For one, he states that um according to what I gathered that he he apologized because he said it went against his beliefs, right? I don't know. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, the apology after he was saying basically like, you know, a woman should get the choice to choose what she wants because it's her baby. Like he was basically apologizing because he felt like he handled it insensitively. Okay. So, yeah, I'm, um, and I don't, I don't want to throw him under the bus, but, you know, wherever he stands, he got to stand consistently there. Um, if he's going to go with his beliefs, then his beliefs wouldn't have had him with her. You know, so if you know, it's it's so many ways you could take this. But let me let me get to the matter at hand. The matter at hand is that the girl is pregnant. The girl is pregnant. She shows you a a baby or or the the evidence that there is a baby, and it it is very insensitive to just try to get rid of the baby and put money on it. You know. It says it says a lot about where we are as a society, not just with Anthony Edwards, just period, that people think money can can like wash away the wrong that they do. And I'm you know, I don't claim to be a person that has always done things a hundred percent the right way, but right is right and wrong is wrong. So uh Well well just to flip be on the flip side, when you're saying money can wash away certain things and certain problems. Yeah. Sometimes, and I'm not saying this is the situation, I'm being general, yeah. sometimes that's what the female is out to get anyway. Yeah. It isn't even genuine about them wanting to have the baby. It's mm-hmm. about maybe they see who they're having the baby with. And they're saying, okay, this is a ploy to get money. And not like I said, I don't yeah. know this situation. I'm not saying this is the Anthony Edwards and the female that he's dealing with right now in this situation. This is their situation. But... That's just, this is why yeah. Deion Sanders wanted us to come talk at his school because yeah. it it is females out there like that. And that's that, that's that's I'm I'm glad you shared that because that's why it seemed like I was stumbling with the conversation because that is the other side of it. But as the person who's the guy making two hundred million, if you know that this young lady is only sleeping with you just for money then that, that kind of make you have to make a better decision because why would you go into a setup and then get upset that you're being set up? You went in a setup knowing it was a setup, and now you're upset that there is a setup. So I'm saying this speaks to how dark um, the world is right now, that people, this is where we are, at, that people were actually, even like Cam was saying, if that is the case, not that this lady is doing that, that we're at a place where people have a baby and just want money. Right. That's crazy. Oh, but, but you know, the thing about it is, Mace, when you're saying you know you're being set up, obviously he doesn't know he's being set up. I mean, who, who walks into a setup unless they're just stupid? I don't care if it's a robbery or anything else, but I think what happens is, <clears throat> pardon me, a lot of these athletes... And when we, like we said, we're, I'm speaking roundabout. I'm, mm-hmm. you know, a, a 
not about this situation. A lot of times, these athletes have been popping since they've been seven, eight, nine, ten years old and been that guy since high school because yes. they're going to the pros. So a lot of times, and I, I, I no disrespect to you athletes, none, none disower, whatsoever, you're green. Yeah. You, you're thinking that females be liking you for you and not saying that some of them don't, but they see the potential of having a better life. You know, uh, you sit there and be like, don't walk into the setup. It's mad niggas got set up. We just talked about Dwight Howard boning a cheerleader his first week of getting to the Orlando Magic. And then she ended up being a stripper, dancing all over the place, everything else. But he had a baby with her. And then we could go, like I said, the list goes on of a was bunch that of people. Set up? To me, it was. I, we don't, we, you're never going to say it's a, no female's going to be like, you've been set up unless you catch her. And nobody's going to admit it's a setup. Nobody's going to be like, you know I set you up, nigga. It's like, who, who, nobody's ever going to say it's a setup. But I'm pretty sure that if you're, if you're in position to be around somebody with hundreds of millions or a position to have a baby with somebody who doesn't have any money, it, it's, you know who you're around. You know what I'm saying? And, and listen, this is not to every female because some of you females are genuine. And this female, by text messages... It seems like she's genuine because he offered money and she said, I didn't ask you for any money. So just from that alone, I see that it's not about the money with her. But at the same time, you did put the messages out publicly for people to know. So that means it wasn't being handled behind closed doors. I have mixed feelings about this this particular um, situation because everything doesn't have to be internet. Everything doesn't have to be social media. Everything doesn't have to be for everybody to see. And even if he isn't doing what you want, this is why you get a lawyer or this is why you get consultation to figure out how to go about it. But once you make it public, everybody's in your business. Now we're on It Is What It Is with our lead-off conversation uh, on a Tuesday morning talking about this conversation because you made it public. I said this a while ago. It's a lot of shit, and I'm not comparing every, every female's different. It's a lot of things that I did a hundred percent wrong when it came to my child's mother. My child's mother, you don't know who she is unless I want you to know who she is. Mm -hmm. She didn't say I cheated on her publicly. I admitted that I cheated on her publicly. Mm -hmm. She didn't say and say Cam isn't doing this because I mean I did everything for my son. But it's a bunch of shit when females are mad that they can put out publicly. But um I'm just giving the other side of the coin because Mason's on heads and I'll do tails pause. But at the end of the day, I'm just giving both scenarios. Yeah. I I think I I appreciate you for what you're sharing and I know this is a sensitive topic even like what you even like what you just shared Cam shows that shows that you have you have major growth and major um and and major maturity in that area um I just think that we're we're at a time where where people got to grow up you know what I'm saying especially as men because they're dealing with life changing money but they're still thinking like kids. And I, and I say that from a place of being a guy who made childish mistakes, being a guy that hasn't done everything right, but somebody got to say this, like, for real, for real. Niggas ain't thinking. Like, if you got $200 million, you got to be looking for the setup. And especially if you're having a baby already with somebody else, you got to understand that I'm a different guy. I got to move different. I can't move 
like like I'm nobody if I'm somebody. This is that's what more so what I'm speaking of. Cause once once you get the girl pregnant, everything is in her court. It's not it's no longer in your court. You're on defense. Well what makes it, and I'll put this in translation. <laughs> For real. Your pullout to... game is weak. That's, <laughs> that's what that nigga Mason said in a nice context. Stop going raw or get your pullout game together. It's only a few families that have good luck with a weak pullout game. Pause. The Wayne's brothers, <laughs> you know, the Giannis family, you know, it's your pullout game is weak. Then that's on you to be in this predicament or strap up. One or the other, you got to realize who you is, when, who you are when you're walking around with that type of contract. So Mason's not going to say yeah. it. I, I'll say it. Oh, no, I'm, I was going to say it. I mean, he's in between. Pause. It's like you, if you're going to be a savage, be a savage. Or if you're going to be a good guy, be a good guy. Like me, I'm working on myself. I want to be good. I want to be better. So I p try to put myself around better things. You know what I'm saying? I don't always do the right thing, but I'm definitely working in that direction. So it's just certain things you can't put yourself in that position. Do what do what Slim Thug did. I mean, it's early, <laughs> and I know you having a and you having a kid with your uh, girlfriend, but get a vasectomy. Slim Thug right got now. a vasectomy. He announced it. Paul, I don't know his personal business. He put it. <laughs> he put a reason I noticed. He put it on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, and he like y'all trying to be serious. You know, I'm just saying. I'm not. I'm not joking. He he admitted that. He's like, yo, y'all won't catch me no more. See, I like pause. Not to be That's being responsible. That's yeah, what I'm talking he, about. He, he knows. He knows. I'm he ain't gonna pull out. Pause. You know he just clipped so, himself. Yes, yeah, exactly. He took himself out the game. And I know you're young and may want to have more kids. But at the end of the day, if you know your pullout game is weak, pause. Yeah, and that's going to cost options. you a lot of, that's going to cost you a lot. Like, I don't think guys really think, like, that's going to cost you a lot. If you just sign no for at all. $200 million, <laughs> my goodness. Yeah, and not only that, uh, on his Instagram, on his Instagram, Anthony Edwards, he's actually, maybe we'll play the clip if we could, uh, Nick, when we get over this, but what he did is that he he when he signed his extension pause for two hundred sixty million, he's in his bed with his girlfriend, smiling, saying, "I ain't gonna let a chick take none of this money." Hey, all you females who think y'all finna come up off a nigga from signing the contract, she the only one. No, her. Boy, don't lie. <laughs> She the only one that's coming up. Look, and she new to the table. So I'm a little <laughs> green for her. <laughs> Everybody else, the light is the same color as my damn jacket. Hey, you talking about? You feel me? Then age well. Because... <laughs> Cause, uh, <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Because it's, it's robbery, and I, I know ladies will appreciate this, it's robbery for the one who's right. You know what I'm saying? That she got to share that now with somebody else that wasn't down for the cause. You want to use the word robbery? <laughs> so you, I thought I'm just going to stop going raw, nigga. Like, yo, bro, you got a lot of money. Like, when you're in that position, then then he said he don't want no kids and all that. Look, man, we like you said, Mace, we probably be here for about an hour going, 
through, yeah. through this. I'm going to finish and say this. Uh, just off the text messages I seen, she said it ain't about money. But then at the same time, she puts the text messages publicly. Um, I don't know. Just, that's like seesaw shit. Then Anthony Edwards says he doesn't want to have a baby, but he's about to have, doesn't want to have kids, but he's about to have a kid. About to have two kids. Lastly, I'll say this. The Minnesota Timberwolves <laughs> completely <laughs> say, look, we don't approve any of this. Yeah. And we have nothing to do with it. So it'll be monitored, uh, yada, yada, yada. But they basically did their own disclaimer saying, this is so-and-so matter. I just had it up. I won't read it verbatim. But basically, in a nutshell, pause, they just said, uh, we don't support this decision, yada, yada, yada. You know, Anthony, I was our player, but monetize it close. But, and that's that. But as, a, as an organization, this is kind of back to what we were talking about Uh maybe last week or the week before, not this particular situation where we sit there and say, a lot of people may not be the best people in the world or make the right decisions or so on and so forth, but they're just good basketball players. Like we talk about media, when people was yeah. talking about the media. You know, he may not be the best person in the world, but uh, is he a good basketball player? Yeah. But what happens is when it affects a franchise's bottom line, yeah. then they have to make decisions. So now, you know, just use an example of, oh, y'all are supporting babies out of wedlock, this, that, and third, and depending on what city's in, you're going to have people who don't, and with that belief there, oh, we can't uh, give y'all marketing dollars anymore. We can't invest into your franchise. I think the Minnesota Timberwolves, as long as it doesn't mess up their bottom line, that's a statement they had to say. But it, as long as they don't miss out on no money, I don't think they ever going to have a problem with it. Any franchise. Okay. It's people who got who brought murderers back on. I'm not saying murderers, but hit and run drivers. Uh, people who died in certain situations and they've been yeah. back on the fo- field the next year. Um, I have a lot of thoughts, but yeah, I'm just give us, give us your thoughts. That yeah. Yeah. I'm, just I'm, trying load, to... I'm loaded with 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 pause. A lot of thoughts as well. I would like yeah. to hear from a female point of view. Though. I just have a lot of views because I just feel like everybody needs to do better with the people they decide to mess with. Like in her shoes, it's like you're saying like you know you thought it was going to be more than that or whatever the case may be, but it's like at the same time. He had a girl, a public girlfriend, and he's expecting a baby with her. And then on his part, it's like, clearly you didn't really know her that well to not know how her reaction would have been. And then my last point, I'm just going to keep it short and sweet. I just feel like initially the conversation did not need to be had on text. That should have been something that should have been a phone call immediately because you're putting yourself in a position to quote unquote get set up when you're expressing your feelings and emotions, knowing that you're a public figure, obviously people are going to talk about what you do. So any type of business that you put out there, especially when it's written, you're setting yourself up for it to be posted. Not saying that he knew that she was going to do that or that's what she expected to do. I just feel like you're putting yourself in a deeper hole. So now we're at a point where he's like, okay, I'm going to send you a hundred thousand to get it done. The end of the day, this decision is still up to her whether she wants to do it or not. You know, that is a woman's choice. But to get what done? He told her to get an abortion, so he sent her a hundred thousand dollars, which I mean, it doesn't cost that much, but I guess to just deal with everything else, just to pay her off, 
which is still like a messed up situation because it's like, you can't just pay me off to do something. Like that's going to be her choice. So it's like, I don't wish for anybody to be in this situation because it's just sad, but they're both going to have to kind of deal with the consequences because now her name, at least in my opinion, is forever going to be tied to this situation. And if she does decide to, you know, continue with the pregnancy, that's going to be his child forever. And that's just kind of how it goes. But I feel like these situations happen time and time again. And there's so many like warnings like, hey, be careful who you decide to mess with just because you don't know the way that it's going to go. But people still, I mean, shoot, obviously they're not thinking with their head. They just think with other parts. So, yeah, it's a very interesting. Some of them are thinking with their head. <laughs> they know what they're doing. And I'm not saying this particular yeah. situation, yeah. but some of them are so. Yeah. I know it's a sensitive time and all that, but let's stop acting like some people don't get lined for this. Mm-hmm. They, like I said, I, I, we they don't start get talking, lined for this? When I say lined up, by females. Some yeah, that's people, what I said. Yeah, no, I'm saying, no, I'm not disagreeing with you. I was saying, but we start talking about some, something else. But this is why Deion Sanders wanted us to come talk at his school to his football players yeah. because they're making, they he doesn't want them to make similar mistakes. When you're in the NFL, not necessarily the NBA, before you get to the NFL, it is a six-day class or how to avoid certain females. So you, seriously, so you don't mess up your money. They give a whole course on this for a week on how to throw your condoms away, time up, flush this, that, and the third. It's a six-day course in the NFL for people to be aware of such certain situations like this. So you don't bump into this. Maybe yeah. the NBA needs to get the same yeah. policy that the NFL has with the conduct of not getting lined up. Because the NFL, yeah. they don't call it getting lined up. Right. But they have a whole course, a five, six-day course of not being lined. And that goes back to not being disrespectful, to being a little bit green. Like me and Mace and uh, I could say Chicago, I could say New York, I could sit here and say LA to a certain extent, mm-hmm. um, Detroit. With when you say you're from the city, it's one thing, but being inner city is a whole nother thing. Yeah. So when you're a celebrity in Iowa, and there's no disrespect to any um talent. any town or talent, any town that's not inner city. You grow up wild fast when you live in the inner city. Yeah. Like, it's moving. When niggas say a New York minute, that shit is a real thing. Yeah. Shit is moving 100 miles per minute, realistically. Mm -hmm. So you don't, when you're living in a rural area or the suburbs and you grew up being a talent, everybody from the town comes to see you, you don't necessarily know what these inner city, and they don't have to be inner city, what these females are up to. Like, and I'm, I'm pretty sure... I could speak for Mace on this, but it's going to be hard to get over on a nigga like us. <laughs> it's Very. not going to be here. Yeah, it's, it's not going to be that simple. And you could be genuine. I tell a lot of people this all the time. When I meet you, you're down 30. You may have done nothing wrong to me. You have to work your way to zero to, for me to even put you mm-hmm. above zero. You are a negative 30 when I meet you. I don't trust you. I don't believe you. I don't think what you're saying is true. And it may all be true. But you have to work to gain my trust from down 30 to get to zero to get back up to maybe 100 one day if it ever, if it ever reaches that point. Thanks. Good point. 
Okay. So in wake of the Anthony Edwards news, I think you can see a lot of young athletes are dealing with drama off the court, right? So do you guys feel like NBA stars have enough guidance? Not even just NBA, NFL have enough yeah. guidance. And what advice would you offer these athletes? I mean, I, I wanted to listen because I wanted, I definitely wanted to hear what Killer had to say. And I think that's what makes us like, um, extraordinary together because he, he speaks from one end of the spectrum. I speak from the other and we both have similarities and, and history that makes a lot of this go together. However, I, I really, I really believe that the item that's missing as much as people joke about it is God. That's what they're missing. It's like, they're trying to get every other piece, but when you slice life into eight slices, you got, you got finances, you got family, you got health, you got all these things, but God is one of those pieces or spiritual is, is a part of one of those pieces. And when you take that out, you really don't end up with the life you're supposed to have. So no matter how cool you think you are, or how tough you think you are, even gangsters pray, you know what I'm saying? So I think what we're looking at is one of the first generations that don't have that piece that seems so small, but pause is just like if you got a bike with no brakes or you got, you playing football with no helmet, you missing that, that one piece that, that, that is not there. And in all of these conversations we're having, that's going to be the piece that's missing all the way through. It's crazy. But that's why when I walked in here, I just felt like, so oh, it's crazy. Cause I was just thinking like, it's crazy that, that's not acknowledged. Like, but we sit there and say he's about to lose 45 million because he didn't have that piece. You know, it's crazy. Absolutely. Uh, I definitely believe in God and I definitely pray all the time. Maybe not to the level of what Mason's, but I absolutely agree with that. A lot of, and I'm very superstitious as well. So I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm super superstitious. Yeah, like so. a nigga says it's gut instinct, but that's what I'm talking about. Like our generation had that. Like, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It's not that anybody got to be over spiritual. I'm saying this is that generation that doesn't have even that, like what Killer said, I believe in God. We're looking at the generation that don't have that. That's very see, true. See, the thing, and not to cut you off, but see, the thing is this. It's like this for me, my opinion, yo. It's like this. these kids have mothers and fathers mothers and fathers who are well off yeah. and everybody's not coming yeah. from the struggle yeah I'm so big on praying because I didn't think I was gonna live to be, six, be 16 years old I remember I was 15 years old and I'm like damn Lynch mob around here, 40 wolves up the block. <laughs> yeah, you made it to 18. You did it. Yeah, like in the 90s, I'm like, damn, I'm probably going to die. This is real, no kidding. I'm like, yo, I ain't going to make it to 16. These niggas killing these niggas every day. I got a bad attitude. I'm not having it. I'm yeah. going to end up getting killed. So I always prayed. But at the same time, these kids is not going with through what niggas had to go through. When we grew up, they got parents who's not, maybe not be the richest, yeah. but they're, they're situated, you know. Yeah. They got good jobs. Uh, they not here living check to check like certain people. Not saying yeah. that all families are like that, but we just was talking about Marvin Harrison Jr. He could go back to school when we, when Maurice Colorette was up here because he's not struggling for a dollar. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But we had to go after one year. Yeah, you know, so at the end of the day, my thing is this. It's it's no guidance, but it's back to the Gary Coleman syndrome as well. If you, even if your parents are well off, they're not always going to listen to their parents because they may feel they're making more than their parents. Mm -hmm. So when you're sitting there for guidance, like me personally, it's only a few niggas that could tell me anything growing up. Maybe maybe about four or five niggas. And they may not even been coaches because some coaches was cool, but they didn't have no money. Or some coaches maybe know how to coach, but they'll tell us they were sniffing kilos last year or two yeah. years ago or whatever. Sometimes, even though they were drug dealers that I looked up to, they had a bigger plan and didn't want to necessarily be drug dealers and be and take their money and do good shit with it. Um, as far as guidance, who are these niggas looking up to? Sometimes you got to be your own guidance yeah. and say, look, this ain't right. Or look for look, me. My biggest thing as far as God is growing up and even today, looking at other people's mistakes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Oh, he did that. I'm, I'm not. Nah, I can't fuck with that. Oh, I ain't going to do that. Sometimes you can't blame it on. I didn't have a father figure or nobody was there for me. You got to look there and be and say to yourself, yo, I don't want to be go broke like. Uh, and I'm no disrespect to none. This is just documentaries. Lose my money like Latrell Speedwell. Lose my money like Antoine Walker. Lose mm -hmm. my money like MC Hammer. Yeah. And I'm not saying these people don't have money today. I'm just stories of people who had tens of millions of dollars, if not hundreds of millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars, and don't have that anymore. You know, a lot of times, niggas be like, yo, can I hold son? Can I borrow this? Can I hold this? And I be like, yo, you have 50 million at one point. I, I, I don't know. Really? I, I have a problem lending you anything. <laughs> yeah. If you have 50 million, you, know, you just can't budget your money. Because, you know, or 100 million, and you want to borrow something, I can't be lending you bread and you fumbled $100 million. What I do want to do is give a big shout out to those niggas in Seattle, though. Yeah. Because those are the best. They have a. a, a um, a system. A system. You know, a clergy system is the word I was going to use of <laughs> how the next NBA player looks out for the next up-and-coming NBA player, and they keep that going and going. And Jamal Crawford talked about it when he was on the show here. If you didn't hear Jamal Crawford talk about it, uh, it was dope because I already knew about it through Jingles and through Mace on how Doug Christie will look out for Jamal Crawford when he gets to the NBA. When Jamal Crawford gets to the NBA, he'll look out for uh, Brandon Roy. Brandon Roy gets to the and I may be wrong in the order, but yeah, Brandon Roy Jason looks out. Jason Terry. Yeah, Jason Terry. And then he looks out for Nate Robinson. Nate Robinson looks out for Murray. And the list goes on and on. So those are the best role models and guidance you can listen to. And the reason why that works is because you're looking at somebody that wants to be in the same you in the same field that you're in. So they're going to listen to you to see what they can do to be in the NBA as well. And I think that's a great system. A lot of uh, teams, cities, and anybody who has inner city talent or not inner city talent, talent around the country should look at, to, look at this system because it may not just have to be for sports. It could be about life. I want to say what both of you guys said is super, super dope. Cause I know we come up here and joke a lot about a lot yeah. of things, but this is like a very real conversation that needed to be had. Cause a 
I mean, to Cam's point, like influencers are very important. And even to your point, Mace, like a lot of people haven't been able to build their relationship with God or, you know, whatever they decide yeah, to believe whatever. in. It's important because that's not even said, especially from people with big influences. So make sure y'all are really listening to what they're saying because they're giving you a lot of truth that isn't said a lot. Moving along, the Raptors played the Hornets, beating them 114 to 99. Ahead of the game, Miles Bridges was denied entry into Canada due to legal situations. In a since deleted tweet, Miles Bridges tweeted, he got denied in the six. So thoughts on the situation and the Raptors win. Here we go again. <laughs> Everything, that's what I said. Like when I was on my way here today, this is just I felt extremely overwhelmed with every situation, like being kind of the same situation is that you're trying to you're trying to advance yourself and and great success. Even like what, what Cam was talking about, every person that has ever had great success have had an inner image of that success first. So that's where it comes from. So. A lot of times we're just looking at a lot of the outward situations that are happening, but it's it's coming from somewhere. And it's it's just crazy to keep having the same conversation because even though this is slightly different, it's the same thing. It in it involves a young a young black guy with money. It involves um a, a young lady, right? Children and some crazy behavior. Mm. Right? And like Cam said. The um, what do you how how do you say it? killer? The um, pocket watching <laughs> leads the hustler, yeah, hustling the pillow, pillow talking, yeah, and betrayal, backslapping <laughs> and betrayal. Yeah, this is exactly what we constantly watching. So even when he gets to the states, now he can't go into the he can't go into Canada and get another bag because of a decision that Zab hit me up. Yeah, they, for another decision that he made involving a young lady. Is that his wife that he went through the domestic thing with? Yeah, I think it's his baby, his baby mom. Yeah. Same thing. So I'm going to make myself available. Pause to start doing some counseling. In that situation, is, it, is he guilty or did he cop out no contest? That was a no, no contest. contest. Yo, get Drake number. He get anybody in there, bro. That nigga Drake, that's niggas. You got a problem getting into Canada? You got to be cool with Drake. If you, <laughs> I got felony, nigga. I got, I, look, let me tell you something about Canada. I'm not talking about this situation <laughs> with Miles Bridges or nothing. I'm just giving you an advice on getting into Canada. I got denied mad times going into Canada because I have a felony. Canada, you can't just roll up into Canada because them niggas will pull out your whole... History yeah, of true. crime. Canada has, you can't run to Canada. You need to be cool with Drake. Or you need to, what I did before I was cool with Drake is I entered the rehabilitation program. It's a program they put you through up there. costs about $7,000. And you have to go through a rehabilitation program. I think it's three hours, an hour each time. It's some online shit. But at least it'll get you into Canada. It's a lot of money in Canada. And it's fun, fresh food, Nice females, good atmosphere. A lot of people don't know Canada is dope. Now, outside of what Mesa saying, I'm just giving, I agree with 100% what Mesa saying. I'm just giving, don't think, I'm. this ain't just Miles Bridges. Anybody who think they could just go up to Canada, like we're going to go to Canada and you got felonies or you got a history of crime or you got some open cases, you're not going to get in. I've been to Canada and they. I've been back there with customs 
for hours and they walked me right back to my flight and said, you won't come in here. Yeah. Canada don't play that shit. You might slip through the cracks, pause, but if not, if you if you don't have your shit together when you go to that custom agent and you look nervous and you start stuttering, you'll yeah, be in the back. They'll even stop you in Canada for child support. If you're going through a dispute for child support, they'll stop you. Man, I was in customs, man, in Canada and I already have my rehabilitation papers so I could go through. I'm just, they just put me through the ring. I end up getting in anyway. But I was back there with this Asian couple and they was just hounding her. They was about to put her through x-ray all type of shit because in China, you can only have one baby. And then some people act like they go on vacation to go somewhere else so they can have, they can have more than one baby. So customers is aware that, I, you know, if you have a... Second baby in Asia, it costs you sixty, seventy, eighty thousand dollars. Me and Steph Marbury was talking about that. And sometimes people from Asia go to other countries to have their kid. Uh, I'm just sharing the story that I seen when I was actually in customs for a few hours. But don't think you're just going to Canada. And now what they're doing is, to me, they're making an example out of Miles Bridges, like NBA or not NBA. If we didn't let him in. Do you think we're going to let a regular nigga in? Because he's there with a franchise, and I'm pretty sure that they tried to pull all the resources they can to get him in, and it didn't work. What do you think their reasons are, though? Because it's so it's been so many Americans that try to get through Canada Customs, and all of us for different reasons. What um, do you think they're really trying to make a point about? I think Canada, and this is no, no disrespect, no disrespect whatsoever. Mm-hmm. None. But Canada may look at us how America looks at Mexico. The fur we're down there. You, you know, you're not going to come up here with yeah, that. Yeah, with that cartel. You know, I think it's good for <laughs> Donald Trump wanted to build a wall and all type of shit. Like, yo, we not letting them niggas in here. So now we're the next one up. Canada might be like, nah, we ain't letting them niggas in up here. Like, y'all ain't just going to come up here and do everything y'all niggas want to do. It's the Mexico, America, Canada. The further up you get, the harder it. Imagine a Mexican trying to get into Canada. They, they, them niggas might go to jail. Yeah. Definitely, probably, most likely not get in. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, that's all I could look at it as. Because Canada, look, I'm not saying they don't have crime. I, I don't even know the statistics, but it may not be American crime. Yeah. Not. So exactly. And then American crime may not be Mexican crime. Like the Mexicans, the cartels, look, they. I, I lived in America my whole life. And I'm not saying it didn't happen, but I've never seen 13 human heads in front of the precinct. Talking about, leave us alone or it'll be more. Yeah. This happens in Juarez and Mexico and shit like wow. that. So the further up, the further north you get, the less likely it is for you to get in the country, my opinion. Yeah, but what and I was thinking about that with a ten year a ten year order of protection or protection order a ten year protection order, they wasn't supposed to let them in there. Who? Um, Miles Bridges. If you got a ten year protection order, there's no way they supposed to let you in there. It's a lot of variables to it, and I agree with you. But if you fill out some work shit too, it's a lot of different paperwork to, like I said, to get in there. Because you got to work for hire. I've been there too for shows, you know. Mm-hmm. I, 
So it's a work for hire, and I had a felony, and they let me in the work for hire. I just got tired of going through customs, so I'm like, what do I have to do to not go through customs? But then again, it boils down to money. Yeah. Give us this, and we'll put you in a program, and then we'll let you in anytime you want to be let in. So I basically, not saying I'm, because look, don't get me wrong, look, the felony ain't go away. I still got, I mean, it should be. I'm going to go try and go get my felony exonerated because it's been over 10 years. But when I went in there, I still had the felony. It was still a gun charge, but I paid. And I went on online rehabilitation, which is like, are you better? Yeah. <laughs> are you going to do this again? No. <laughs> you promise? Yeah. Do that really mean I'm rehabilitated? I was never like that, like that I'm talking yeah. about, but I still had the felony. But to me, it boils down to the money. Okay. Last thing before we go to break. I know the topics are very heavy hitting y'all today, but former NBA G League player Chance, I don't want to butcher his last name, Comanche and his girlfriend were arrested and are facing an open murder charge in relation to a killing and kidnapping of a missing woman in Las Vegas. Thoughts what? on the situation? I, I don't know what to say. I'm, I'm serious. <laughs> no, I, was Yo, you know I know what? it's a lie. You know what? You know what? I get what need to happen. I'm going to have to start praying for these niggas, for Why real. You, absolutely. Yeah, for real. Because this is, this is crazy. Like, how do you go from basketball to even being in a position of a girl murdered? I don't... They can say they got other guards. He need Jesus. He definitely. If you if you like, and this this show today is heavy, but that's that's the only thing I know that that could really help niggas, man. For real, that's crazy. As if you if a girl pop up dead, basketball doesn't matter. I don't know. Nobody's gonna stand with him on that. Nobody. And it seemed like everything that's going on, like even when Cam opened the show with. With Cassie, it just seemed like people are just it's just getting crazy, crazy, and crazier. I don't I don't really have too many details of the case. I'm looking at it right here. Only thing I say is with situations like this, uh it's like the other nigga giddy. I just don't like throwing anybody under the bus without all the information and everything else. Right now he's arrested and his girlfriend's arrested. It's all accusations. Uh, but we do what we do know is that it's a female dead, and that's a serious thing. So I won't give my opinion on him or his girlfriend or anybody else because I don't know the facts. Uh, yeah. Right now, we're in a society is if you if somebody say he did it, then he did it, and yeah. I just don't go by that. I just can't put that on anybody. But once I find out the facts and I know you did it, then I go in on niggas. Yeah. And you know, a lot of people hit me, oh Cam. When we was talking about the girl, Cam, you do this and you say this. And I'm like, yo, because once you rape a female or do something uh, that has to do with being a pedophile, I'm never fucking with you again. And I'm going to go crazy on you, pause, and I'm going to make you look stupid and embarrass you up here. So before I get to that, I like to know all my facts. And this is a very ser serious situation. So I won't give my facts without having any more information, but I'm pretty sure more information will come out in the days to come. But what I will say is uh, 
my prayers and rest in peace to the female who's not here anymore and my prayers go out to our family. Um, the female's name is Mariana Rogers. So rest in peace. Very scary situation, especially. What happened to her? She was, it was saying she was kidnapped and killed and her body was left somewhere. So yeah, scary situation. In addition yeah, to what, me being what, a female. That's what I'm Vegas. saying. I agree with Cam about, you know, not really giving an opinion on a person. I'm giving an opinion on the matter. Like, mm-hmm. It's certain things you could just stay free of. That's what I'm talking about. How these, how niggas is moving. Like, like I try to, I try to do things a certain way. So if somebody put my name in something, I know they lying. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's more so what I'm speaking of. Like, and I didn't always do things that way, but I definitely try to live that way now. Like, so if somebody say something, you can know, yeah, that nigga lying. Yeah. Okay. Yo, for real. If you need counseling, your boy is here for you. All jokes aside, RSVP Mace, DM me. I'll get back with you. I'm praying for you, man. We're going to go to break, and when we return, we will talk about the Eagles' loss. She called this thing about toxic. Four years and counting Got you feeling like an option Maybe I'm my own problem, babe She tired of hearing I don't know My stubborn in me won't fall, oh, oh Dealing with this thing called trust But she really thinking about She wanna be free Why am I in this one? She wanna be free Welcome back. So let's get into our underdog fantasy picks of the day. Tonight, the Celtics will play the Warriors. Underdog fantasy has Jason Tatum at 42 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. Do you have a higher or lower mace? Higher. Lower. Okay. Jalen Brown is at five rebounds. Do you have him higher or lower? Cam. Lower. Say that again. Jalen Brown, five rebounds. Higher. Okay. And Steph Curry is at 26 and a half points. Do you have him higher or lower? Mace. Higher. Higher. Okay. Make sure to download the Underdog Fantasy app and you can make your picks too. It's been a very interesting week in sports. The Eagles lost to the Seahawks 20-17 to with Seahawks' Drew Locke as quarterback. Thoughts on their loss? Eagles, y'all fumbled the ball. No pun intended. Y'all was uh, able, you know, the Cowboys lost yesterday and y'all could have led in the division. This game puts y'all back behind the Cowboys in the division, um, you, sec- you, you secured your playoff spot. But, you know, with San Francisco playing well, uh, San Francisco playing really well, um, it's you guys, the Eagles I'm talking about, and the Cowboys trying to get the, buy the first week so you don't have to be a wild card team. Um, you, you fumbled, B. Uh, 
Gilly, maybe you should bring Wallow back as an Eagles fan. You dismissed him saying he was bad luck. <laughs> He's not an Eagles fan anymore. So now what's the excuse that you guys lost? I have no, there's no, you can, don't blame Wallow anymore, Gilly. Uh, what I will do is give a big shout out to my man, Drew Locke. He fuck with that Jeezy. You know that nigga? I don't know if y'all remember when he's on the sideline when he played for Denver. He's playing, yeah, I'm in my spaceship. And, you know, he loved Jeezy, and he listened to Jeezy before the game. So big, big shout out to Drew Locke. Uh, this was a good game for Seattle. I have to see where their understanding is. But this is more about the Eagles not taking advantage of the Cowboys losing yesterday. And now you're second in the division. Congrats. Well, I mean, Julian Love, his his two interceptions is really the plays of the game. It's other than that that touchdown catch that we we hope somebody in in Kansas City start catching. That's the same play they've been dropping every game for Kansas City. Yeah, I mean, listen, um, Southside Jew, my nigga, Southside Jew. I know you're upset too. All your niggas in Philly. Y'all fuck the opportunity up and you have nobody to blame for yourself. This is what I'll be talking about when these teams are hot in the beginning of the season and then fuck up when the playoffs come around. Um, I don't really have nothing to say. Excuse me. Bless you. Thank and you. That's that. Okay. The Clippers are on a roll. They beat the Pacers 151 to 127, making this their eighth straight win. Can you see the Clippers continuing to win? Well, before I talk about the Clippers continuing to win, the Pacers, it looked like people are targeting them Axe. now. They're a target now. Axe. It seemed like they're not up for the challenge. But I'm I'm happy that that the Clippers are starting to win. I think it, it makes for a sensational showdown between the Lakers and the Clippers, especially with the way they're playing now. I know Ty Lue's happy. I could see them continuing to, to win for a little bit. I, I'm not going on a limb yet and saying that they're coming out of the West, but they're definitely looking like they're trying to get to the semifinals. Uh, shout out Ty Lue. I seen Ty Lue at uh, Rich Paul's party too. What up, Ty? Big shout out to Ty Lue. Um, look, Ty Lue said he needed 10 games. He was right. When James Harden got there, give him 10 games to see what he could do. And I think it was about eight games when he started turning it around. Um, me and Jamal Crawford believed James Harden should come off the bench. Uh, Russell Westbrook took it upon himself to come off the bench. Uh, Ty Lue, you know, he started getting in the kitchen and cooking. Uh, they figured it out. We still haven't heard a lot from Kawhi. Uh, and I believe he's still their best player. But... Looking at some of the, I've seen two games, full games, since James Harden's been there and they both was victories in the highlights. It's looking like, when see, one thing about James Harden, when he's happy, he gonna ball out. And he's in a place where he's happy. It seems like he's pretty happy. We we not we got to remember, he also led the league in assists last year. And, not, and that's big for somebody who led the league in scoring before. Most foul shots, we know he can score the ball, but for him to get assist leader last year was big also. So when he's in a system where he likes and somewhere where he wants to be, James Harden's going to ball out. Right now, the Clippers, they are in sixth place in the West. They're actually ahead of the Lakers, ahead of New Orleans, ahead of Phoenix, ahead of Golden State. So I want to give Ty Lu a shout out for figuring this thing out. And we'll see where it goes from there. No shout out to the GOAT. Shout out to the GOAT. Paul George has been making this happen. It's courtesy of Paul George. 
I'm not disagreeing with you, but if Kalu don't have him out on the floor, it's, 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 it can't happen, man. But shout out to the GOAT. Big shout out to the GOAT. Okay. OKC Thunder defeated the Grizzlies 116-97, and Ja Morant is expected to make his season debut tonight. How do you feel about both teams? I'm here for it. False. I'm here for Ja. Yeah, you might as well not have brung up the game last yeah. night. Niggas just waiting for the night, nigga. Yeah. The niggas sitting at home with their popcorn and everything else. I'll tell you one thing. Man, listen, this this yeah. is this is the most excitement pause I've I've felt in uh a little minute. I don't I don't think I was this excited to see Wimbay play. Yeah. I wasn't this excited. You know, he was the new phenomenon and yeah. we have to see him play. Nah, nah. A yeah. sad, uh, a I certif- can't wait to see Ja Dunk on, on Wimby. It's it's a it's a certified assassin returning tonight. And uh I'm pretty sure not just us, any basketball fan will be totally locked in. What I don't want is him to be too hype. You know, the way he he probably like, you know, one of them shits where uh the matador's waiting and the bull is just in it. And you got to open the door and you just run when you open the door. I don't want him to go too crazy, but this is a nigga with a lot of pent up energy pause yeah. and a lot of a little, probably frustration for watching the organization be in a position where they're at now. And, you know, he may be a little bit responsible for that. So now he may try to make up too much too quick. But if he does, so what? I'm here. To, I'm here to watch it. I can't wait. And I definitely think I agree with you. I de- I definitely think it's an awkward moment though when Jog comes through the locker room and D Rose is sitting right there and niggas said they wasn't going. Well, you know, Jog was allowed to be around the team. He just couldn't be at the games or participate in any games. But he's been around. He's probably been looking. You got to yeah, think after yeah. games been over. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, look at I'm talking about he ain't babysitting. What I'm saying when he comes out dunk on a nigga, I wonder what's the reaction between him and D Rose. Like, do you? And dab- Marcus Smart said something too as well. Yeah. The whole thing about it, I don't even think it'd be the in-game reaction. I think he been giving them reactions like, look at Unc and I'm talking about they don't want yeah. a babysit. They need a babysitter. Yeah. Icing their knees every night and all this crazy shit. I'm I'm excited. I'm very excited. Me as well. Okay, the Mavs lost to the Nuggets 130-104. to 104. This is with Jokic only scoring eight points. What are your thoughts? I'm still thinking about the Jaw game, actually. <laughs> 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 I was just thinking, if Jaw only had about. 12, I ain't watching the NBA no more. <laughs> Jaw got to go crazy. Now, who are you talking about after that? Mavs versus the Nuggets. Jokic only scoring eight. Oh, man. Job plan tonight. <laughs> Look, you know what's crazy is that uh, we talked about this game yesterday morning and we was like, oh, this is about Europe and where they come from and yeah. <laughs> this is going to be big and so on and so forth. Uh, it was a blowout. It yep. was a blowout. Uh, highest, you know, Jamal Murray, 22 points. Aaron Gordon, 21 points. Uh, but we, we didn't expect a good game out of this. I did. You did? I, I did. I mean, it, oh. it's, it's you got the number four seed against the number one seed. Uh, you got a Europe player speaking, two Europe players speaking about Luca 
and the Joker. I thought it was going to be a really good game. I thought it was going to be like, yeah, let's see. Because like we talked about how they don't come over here and take games off like other players because yeah. they're so far from home. Um, I'm very shocked at this. But this to be is like a, this is like back in the days, a group of guards playing against a dominant big man. Yeah, well, at the end of the day, Luca still at 38. This is what I'm talking yeah, about. Luca, yeah. Luca came to play. The Joker probably felt, you know, he didn't need it. You know, he still he had a, a triple single tonight. I don't know. I didn't see this game, but looking at the stats, they didn't really need him. They won by 24 points. Luca's still getting 38 points. Uh, only one other player had double digits. This is what we were talking about. Does Luca make the team better? I know Kyrie's not there, but when you the height, the next highest scored person only has eleven points. You get a yeah. twenty four point loss. Right, pretty bad. Yeah, but and to your point, Kyrie was out and Derek Lively, their center was out, so they were kind of Ja Morant. <laughs> so, anyways, next Ja game. Morant. Okay, and lastly, last week the Rockets beat the Grizzlies one hundred three to ninety six. Dylan Brooks made things clear by saying, I don't want to lose to Memphis ever in my career. I want to win every single time we play Memphis just, just to let them know they made a mistake. Thoughts on his mentality? Who wants to lose for the team that traded that got rid of you? Of course you don't want to lose to them niggas. You could have still been in Memphis if you wasn't talking shit about LeBron. And not only not, it isn't really about talking shit about LeBron. It's about you talking big shit to LeBron and LeBron, LeBron bust your ass after that. Now, if you would have been talking shit to LeBron and y'all won that series, and then y'all went to the next round, you would still be in Memphis. Right now, you would still be there. That's crazy how that one series got him out of Memphis. Yeah, you know what it was, Murder? It was that John Moran with the guns. It was a lot of nonsense. Too, yeah, and they had to make an escape goal. He was the yeah, escape goal. Yeah, yeah. So they, they couldn't get rid of Ja. They couldn't. Man, that's that ain't happening. You see what's going on now. But of course, nobody wants to lose to the team that got rid of them. Duh. Fuck. Duh, nigga. Of course you don't want to lose. So let me ask you this. Do you want to lose to anybody? Yeah. I know I know you try to say, nah, I really don't want to lose to them niggas. Yeah, the bigger question should be Dylan Brooks, do you want to lose to the Lakers? Yeah. That's who got you fired, nigga. Yeah, yeah. LeBron got you fired. That, don't a, take it out on Memphis. That's nigga. a great point. If you got a problem with anybody, it should be with one organization <laughs> and one team. And every time you want to get 20 points, it should be against LeBron James. Yeah, because he got you talk shit. And there was a whole thing. Don't poke the bear. You're poking the bear. Yeah, he made was, you move your whole family. Yeah, yeah, and that's a fact. He made you switch time zones, nigga. So that, <laughs> that's a great point, Mace. Don't stop worrying about the Grizzlies. Worry yeah. about the nigga who got nigga you kicked out of Memphis. You, other niggas start laughing, and nigga said, "What you, what you laughing at?" <laughs> <laughs> I ain't slap you. Yeah. He slapped you. Exactly. LeBron made you move. Facts. Well. That's all the time we have for today. Thanks for watching. And as always, it is what it is. Uh,